0: So today is september twenty fifth two thousand fifteen and we're on AC training call number eight so how's the week been going and how have
1: practice sessions questions um i think i'm still you know i'm still not at the point where when I get an answer i it's, i'm sure that i've got it the answer um but I think that'll come with more um practice. I don't really have any questions. Um, Thinking about this week and what questions I wanted to ask my dogs, um, I realized, you know, especially my uh, littlest dog, Mercedes, will sit and stare right at me. You know, we'd stare at each other and it feels like she's trying to communicate. And as much as I try to get quiet and just sit there and just let it all be, um, I hear nothing ever or images or anything. And uh, so as I'm making up these questions, I got a whole slew of them because Mercedes is really her own dog, and I don't want this session to become me like... Um... First of all, I love her very much. I love these two like my own children, I do, and they've they've been amazing animals for me, and I believe they, they came in at a time in my life when my marriage was breaking up and I was in really emotional trouble, and they just provided... They just helped, totally. And so I'm very connected to them on that end. But Mercedes has always been a dog with her own agenda. Even from going through, I went and had private training for the two of them with me. And um, so I don't know if I'm reinforcing things or what, but as I'm writing my questions out, the questions I did start, you know, with do you like, um, what is it, do you like being my dog? And what, do you get enough exercise? Those kind, But then there was a whole slew of questions like why she behaves like she does. And I'm not sure that's as much as I need, I think, to know the answers. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that, that it's this. the reading for her is, would be more like a behavioral thing, like why are you doing this? Where my other dog is like almost the opposite. Um, so... Yeah, so I didn't know going into this if I need to cut out some of the questions that they're too negative in terms of uh, what I was asking her about, but they are issues that I have with her that even the trainer, um, we had difficulty with getting her to listen. So
0: Okay. So with animal communication sessions, I always like to tell clients, you know, we there's no question too small or too big. We can do everything in between. We can talk on any topic. You know, what I find is the animals really value questions that are really important to the people that they love. Okay? So those top priority questions are going to be those questions for you that, Mary, you're like, I don't know why you're doing what you're doing. What's going on? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's also going to be really good practice questions for you because you don't know what she's going to say. Now, um, I I had a client recently say to me, uh, actually a student, she was like, I find it harder to work with my own animals because I know everything about them. And my reply to her was, no, you don't. You only think you know how she's going to answer about X, Y, and Z. You only think you know, but that thinking about what you, what you think she's going to say or may say is still on your side of the coin. Until you ask the dog or the animal what it is they think about the question or what their answer is, you're not on the other side of the coin yet. So in reality, we have assumptions and ideas about this or that, but we don't really know till we ask. So that will help you kind of stay out of your own way. But what I would say is, my goodness, Mary, let's ask those questions that really are high priority for you. Don't worry about if they seem negative or whatever. You know, this dog knows what beef you have with her. (laughs) You've been with her for a lifetime. So (laughs) it's not new. (laughs) and, And, my gosh, this dog would probably love to be understood even if first her simple answer is, you know, a very basic response and nothing fancy or jazzy, finally this dog's been heard.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, so that helps. good way to put Yeah, yeah. She definitely, <laughs> I haven't quite had a dog like her. I've always had dogs, and they're, yeah, she's, maybe my first dog out of college was similar, and it was a poodle, and this one, Mercedes is a multi-poo, but, Mercedes really, and I don't know if it's because I've evolved in terms of my understanding of animals, but she's a thinking dog. I mean, I think all dogs are thinking dogs, but you can even see that sometimes the, you know, the wheels are going in her head, but they're not in the, the traditional, oh, I love you, I'm going to follow and listen to everything you say. She's just never been that way. so uh, yeah. I
0: know humans like that, too.
1: Yeah. Well, it doesn't make me love her any less. I just sometimes get frustrated with her and you know I need her to know too about I think some of the ways I have to deal with her I so I'll say this up front I have you know rheumatoid arthritis and I cannot bend down and pick them up now we have I have ways to get them up there's a certain chair recliner I go to and they jump up on jump on my lap or I have stairs and they get up on the beds or whatever but um so my So the other dog, Angel, when I call, he listens. Mercedes, she listens really when she feels like it. So I have to do things to her sometimes to get her to stop some of the behaviors that are negative that I don't do to Angel because Angel listens. And, you know, I wanted to know that. You know, I need in this session so that can be part of the communication, right? That, you know, look, I'm not doing things to you because... I'm a mean person or whatever, I just can't figure out how to get you to listen to me in times that you need to listen to me. So mm-hmm. Good. So.
0: so what our goal today is for you to practice being in communication with these guys, for you to explain what you need to explain, to then listen in their, to their response of, you know, when you ask, I explained it, do you understand what I said? And they'll offer comments, yes, no, or... I don't like you said this, or I like you said that. They'll offer some sort of commentary, okay? And you're to relay all that out loud to me so that I can hear what you're saying and confirm for you. So really, questions that you have for them, you're the or you're doing the work. I'm not doing it for you, but I'll certainly confirm for you or redirect you as need be. And if there's a particular key question that feels like you really need to include after we got that kind of answer, I'll offer that,
2: okay? Okay.
0: So who do you want to work with first?
1: Um, I think Mercedes because the, there really are some behavioral things going on here that Angel doesn't seem to have that I need to address. I do. It's like the whole neighborhood knows her bark, so I need to okay. see to all my, oh boy. I have very kind neighbors, thank goodness, that, um... So I think I need to t- to work with her first. Uh, but, you know, you bring up a very good point because Angel is so accommodating. I assume that I know what he's thinking, even though I don't hear him. Mm-hmm. But he may not be. You know, I mean, I don't know. that <laughs> Maybe he doesn't like to be so accommodating. I don't know. So
0: okay, it, good, I, good, good. It, it's good to be in that wondering curiosity, you know, because if uh, you're in a curious mode, then you're... Ego is going to shift to the background because the real you wants to know the truth. And the yes. truth will come through when you have not your curiosity to know it. Okay? Okay. All right. So you want to work with Miss Sadie's first. Now remember, yes. all of our questions need to be single questions. Let's not tag on double questions. Okay? Okay. So what is your first most important question that you want to ask her?
1: Like the real, yes, Okay.
0: Well, yeah, we can, um, we can go to the, the thing that gets your goat, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, every single day, every minute of every day. All right. Let me... So do I have to... Inter- no, I don't have to introduce myself to him again, but I'm trying no, to just...
0: No, <laughs> just, just bring your focus to her, call her name a couple times, get connected, let me know when you're there, I'm doing the same. Okay. All right. So she's got you. She's got me. Your first question.
1: Mercedes, why do you bark constantly at the neighbors, even though you know who they are? You've been introduced. They've been over. I've had you for three years. uh, And you still continually bark anytime you're out. If they're out, you're barking at them.
0: Okay, great. So see what she says. Remember, you don't know this answer, so it's going to be easy to hear I if you don't know.
1: I God, I want to talk to them.
0: So toss that one out the window, take a deep breath, and just recheck.
1: It's just total silence. I don't get anything, not even a word. Okay.
0: Let's rephrase it. So ask her this. So what sets you off? What triggers you into barking in the first place when you look outside the window?
1: nothing it's total like i don't even have monkey mind. In my mind there's nothing it's like nothing.
0: try this i want you to back up away from her okay. pretend that she's not your dog and you of course are a spirit right or a soul and she of course is a spirit or a soul and you're just talking with another soul on something that you've observed they do so we're going to stick to that same question what is it that triggers you? When you're inside the house looking out the window, what triggers you into the action of barking? And imagine you're just asking another soul.
1: out the word stay away, protecting the house?
2: Okay.
0: Um, there definitely is an alert or a guardianship protecting of the house. So that is part of the picture. So give yourself credit for that. Okay. Now we want to go back to what sets this dog off? What does she see that triggers her into barking? For some animals, it's sights or sounds or colors or movement or gestures or height of people or kids on tricycles or dogs walking other dogs or humans walking dogs. What and it might be a slew of these things for her. But ask her again, what is it that triggers you into barking? What sets you off? We're curious.
2: Okay.
1: I got voices.
0: Okay, yes. Good. Ask her anything else.
1: Got movement.
0: Yes, this is key right there for this dog. Movement sets her off. Now, let's break that down further. Ask her what kind of movement. Ask her, does the movement of people you see set you off?
1: That one's hard. It's coming in because I've seen her in action. So I know when she's looking and barking out the front window, there is a component of that, yes, there'll be joggers jogging by, and she barks at them. But I actually got no.
0: Okay. So you're giving me the human side of the coin, right? So we don't want that today. Okay. That's really cool and that's interesting. And if, it w- if you were my client and I was working with you and her, and I was doing the session, I would want to know your perspective. So that's valuable and you already know that. But, yeah, so we want everything from her side. I want you to pretend you don't know or you don't even, I mean, you may think you know the answer, but you really don't. We don't know squat,
2: <laughs> okay? Yes.
0: Now, it is true that gestures from humans, movement from humans will set her off. Okay. You're you're right on with movement, okay? This dog is very visual. Okay, looks at everything. Very observant with the eyes. She is very visually oriented. Movements outside set her off. Now, I want you to go into her body with her and I want you to look out through her eyes and imagine that she's seeing the neighbors outside just standing there, not doing anything other than maybe talking to each other. Tell me about her vision.
1: What do you mean? Like, is it good? Like, is it sharp?
0: Yeah, describe her vision to me. Yeah, is it good? Is it sharp? Is she nearsighted, farsighted? Just tell me whatever you observe. Oh.
1: I think she's got clear vision. She's got good vision.
0: Okay. Would you say that the, the vision in both eyes is the same or different? And to determine that, I want you to look out through the right eye and then the left eye.
1: Hmm. I think the right eye is good. can't tell about the left eye. I don't know. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. The vision is different in both these eyes.
1: <laughs> is the left eye... My left okay. eye... When I was looking at the left eye, I couldn't see anything. I couldn't, you know... I didn't get a sense, but it was twitching for some reason. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: So you're correct that there is a difference. You know, you might be not sensing anything from one eye over the other uh, because vision is Decent, really good in one eye, and really poor in the other eye. Wow. Okay.
1: Okay, so, didn't pick that up. Don't know that. Yeah. Now, And if you ever, could tell by, do you, did you go into her body, too, and look out? I did. And when you looked out, from the right eye, you saw a clear whatever it is she was so, looking at.
0: Not quite. So for me, the right eye, I see some vision, but it's very hazy.
1: And
0: okay. kind of like looking through um, a, uh, a clearer form of um, wax paper, okay? The oh, wow. edges are fuzzy. She can see some colors. She sees far better close up in that eye. Uh, Farsight in that eye is minimal at best. Left eye comes through much clearer. Very good at okay. both close up as well as at a distance, okay? Now... In this case, I was drawn to looking out of her eyes. It just came to me, so I went with it. Just like things, you know, questions will naturally come into your mind as you're having an AC session with an animal. So if you just follow that trend, sometimes you'll be clued in into, you know, things that you need to be aware of. Now, does this impact how she sees the world and how she reacts to the world? That is the next question to ask. I don't know yet until we ask her that. Does your eyesight, Mercedes, impact your reaction do you think, to being an excessive barker?
1: Absolutely, but I can't tell if this is a human perspective. It came in fast, but...
0: I will tell you she says yes. Mm -hmm. Now, let's be curious. Now, I also
1: got the words that frightens her at times. Is that Uh, my...
0: Yeah, sometimes it does. Yeah. Good. So let's go back to the, okay, so it impacts the way she reacts, okay, regarding the barking. Ask her, in what way, because we don't really know yet, right? In what way, Mercedes, does it make you react? Let's see what she says. She knows herself. She can answer that.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, this is one of these ones. Okay, I'm just gonna say it because I'm supposed to say what comes in my head. Awesome. Um, I got it. The the vision problem different makes the way she reacts with barking is she's actually barking for them to come. Wow, this sounds crazy. Come into her vision more so she can see them. Or can become more aware of them
0: okay it's the latter part that's most correct to become more aware of them okay she is barking okay as a in this case compensation she's overreacting going overboard okay to compensate or make up for the lack of sight okay so she is trying to get them to she wants to become more aware of them okay? okay Now ask this, do you want them to hear you?
1: I got yes before you finished the question.
0: Yes is the correct answer. Now ask her, and why would that be? Why would you want them to hear you?
1: I got so I could control the situation.
0: Yes, good. And ask her, in an ideal world, what, what kind of outcome are you trying to create?
1: Uh, the second part of that was, which might answer, is that she wants, she wants to be in control. She wants to be the boss.
0: Yes, yes, yes. This is all correct. So ask her, what are you trying to achieve?
1: Stay away
0: Yes Yes So ask her um, So what do you want Those people to do
1: Now i got to stay away again. Yes. She doesn't want them near.
0: Exactly. She, she does stay away and go away. You've got to now put all this together, everything she said. We're going to string it together. You okay. have a dog here whose vision is not up to par in both eyes. She is overcompensating... Okay. Now, whether she's doing this consciously or not, I'm not sure. But she, either way, she's overcompensating, being overreactive, too much, in other words, because yes. she really wants them to hear her, because she's trying to get across the message: go away, go away. Okay, which sure is guard dog behavior. Yes. Now, we need to ask. Now, that's not how you would like her to behave. But see, it doesn't matter how you want her to be right now, Mary. We're just looking at the other side of this coin right now. Before you can problem solve with an animal, you need to understand where they're coming from and what's up for them, right? So ask her this. Do you recognize that those are the neighbors?
1: Okay, let me got yes
0: okay now ask her do you always know who is who Sometimes she does sometimes she doesn't so not always that's accurate now ask her in those moments when you do recognize certain neighbors as who they
1: really are
0: would you call them in that moment your friend are they your friends I got no correct now ask her this do you bark at your friends for example Mary you're one of her friends no So if these people aren't friends, ask her, who are you defining them as in that moment of whether you recognize them as a neighbor or not? If they're not friends, who are they in your mind?
1: That's the word stranger.
0: Yes, you're hearing correctly. I get that too. Okay. So look at all the information she provided there. Does this help you understand her point of view?
1: Yes, totally. There is a little of it, you know, I just thought she's a guard dog, but this is different because she's, the vision thing and her size, she's only eight pounds. Um, I, it just, to me, Hmm. I guess I need to ask too is if there's a fear factor in this.
0: Okay, so
1: phrase that and say that out loud. Okay. Okay. Mercedes, when you have trouble seeing, or when you're seeing something and something in movement, are you, in addition to protecting the house and me, are you afraid I got sometimes.
0: Okay, and I hear no. No. I hear
1: no. Mm-mm. So she's not afraid. Wow. Wow. It's this is opposite. so.
0: Okay. Your. So I want you to go into her body with you with the, uh. With okay. Her. Go in, go in there right now because I want you to feel the emotional state she's at. So that it'll answer this question even more fully for you.
1: Okay. Now
2: imagine
0: she sees something you know, something that she feels she needs to bark at intentionally, yes. I want you to just let her do that as you sit within her and allow her emotional state to expand until it becomes strong enough that you can name that emotion.
1: Well, I was thinking of an animal that sometimes gets in our yard, and the emotion it feels is anger. Yes
0: is correct anger and aggression
1: yes
2: wow
0: do you sense fear nope
1: not at all (laughs) nope
0: now ask why do you get so angry
1: I got that they're encroaching on our, our house or our property.
0: Yes, and ask her, do they belong there?
1: Uh, no, I know they don't belong there. No.
0: Okay, so she does say, no, they don't belong there. So she, in her mind, she believes that she's <sighs> trespassing. Now, it would be good for us to know where the heck she ever got that idea from. Yes. Okay, so I, ask her, where did you ever get that idea from?
2: Yeah.
1: I've got the words that there's a fence up.
2: Okay.
0: Ask her, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> that there's a fence up, and it defines our property or space from... defines our space basically our boundaries
0: okay so that is that is correct that's true she has this idea of this is ours and that's not ours and being trespassing on ours I'm going to bark and be angry at so yes this is all accurate but I want us to go back and re-ask her again but where did you get the idea from that they are Um. they are right they are trespassing
2: um
0: but see she's also defined them as not friends yeah the part here ask her what makes you think they're not friends
1: This doesn't make sense to me, but I got, they run away when I bark.
0: She's very effective. Yes, she thinks that they do uh, leave and that she's successful probably about 99% of the time when she barks, people eventually, (laughs) beings eventually go away. Yeah. Okay, because they don't come knocking at your door. So in (laughs) her world, yes, it looks like this. Okay. Now, let's go back to the idea of, they're trespassing. In other words, she has this belief they don't belong there. Okay. Now ask her, how would how does she think you feel about if they belong there or not? Does your mom did let's how do you think that Mer- Mercedes, do you think that Mary feels they belong there?
1: No. She doesn't think I...
0: Now, Mary, if you got real honest with yourself, how do you truthfully think or think about when you see people near your yard or especially in your yard? How do you feel about that? What are your your thoughts? This is separate of Mercedes.
1: Yes. If it was, Um, well, one thing... mm, Okay, let me think. I live in a very safe ne- neighborhood. It's a very small neighborhood, and most people know each other. But we do have people that walk the neighborhood that I don't know. And especially if it's a female, I wouldn't think anything of it. If it was a male, I would question it. I would be fearful. Okay. There would be a part of me. I mean, not big fearful, but, yeah, I would. Now,
0: go back to Mercedes and ask her everything I just voiced out loud to Danielle in response to her question. Did you know any about that? Did you know about any of that, about my thinking there?
1: I okay, got yes.
0: Yes, she did. Now ask her, have you been responding to or feeding off of any of my thinking? I okay, got yes. Yes. Okay. Sometimes our animals will go above and beyond because they think they're doing something for us. Ask her out right now. I I can't assume this. I will tell you, sometimes they do that, and it may or may not be the situation with her, but let's ask her point blank. Do you think you are doing this behavior as a way of supporting your mom? Yes. Yes. Now ask her, too, are you doing any of this behavior to support yourself? I got yes. Okay, to a smaller degree. Mhm.
1: You know the other part about the fear now that I could she be? Yeah, she could be re- reading my at night because I'm alone at night. At night I am afraid. At night I make things locked up and things. And I mean I'm not afraid like I I'm non-functional, but if there is a is a, a thump or a noise. Um, in my head, I have to talk myself out. Okay, that's nothing. Could she, she could be picking that up, couldn't she?
0: Ask her, are you picking any of that up? Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, she knows, because she's telling me, I know my mom likes quiet. I know my mom doesn't like to be bothered. I know, or she at least believes, that she thinks that you prefer to sometimes tell people to go away. Okay. So she actually is picking up from you, Mary, this, I'm not sure if you, you don't fully trust people or you, you're really not a people person, you don't like people. You know, there's many people out there that don't like people, so it's not a bad thing. Um,
1: yeah, no, no, that's not me. That's the opposite okay. of me.
0: <laughs> okay. But she's picking up this, mom doesn't want them
2: here
1: yeah because you know, and I think it's a safety thing that she's picking up, especially in the beginning, when they were here, and i my hus- ex-husband moved out, it was very fearful. Um, a lot I was scared because I'd never lived alone ever by myself. And they were she and Angel were here with all of that. So she could have picked all that up, because it isn't the you know it isn't the case I am, and that's the frustration with you know I don't understand about the neighbors. My neighbors watch out for us. They do. The one neighbor especially is a um, older. He's older than I am, but he's you know he's married and um, he watches out. He he helps. Oh my goodness. And so when she now he laughs at her when she barks, because she's little and he's tall. But. as I said, my neighbors have learned they'll say, oh, Mercedes is just trying to talk to us. But, you know, I know that that actually, I figured that wasn't the case. Although when they, when they do get close, maybe we need to ask this, she does cower. She'll go down. And that's why I thought there was more of a fear thing with her then. Um, then an the angel will jump up on them and be bouncing, and she will actually cower and go down to the ground. Now that allows them to pick her up and hold her, but um Yeah. So
0: imagine she be in her body with her. Imagine that she's doing that cowering behavior in front of your neighbors. Allow her to do that. You're just sitting and watching within her body, and what emotional state is there?
1: I got fear. I know she said she doesn't have fear. In fact, what I got, um, do you want to know the exact words I got? Do dogs, like, swear a little bit? I got, oh, shit, this man's coming toward me.
0: Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yes, I get the occasional swearing, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even swear, so very... (laughs) I'm looking at this going, oh, my God! I guess I do say that word a couple sometimes. Yes. So.
0: Now, okay, so ask her, um, what's the difference, Mercedes, between being in fear when they approach you in the physical, you know, right in front of you, and behind the window? What, what's the difference here? Why aren't you in fear in both situations?
1: I got further away. That she knows they're further away,
0: uh-huh, so she feels what safer uh-huh
1: it's they're not gonna
0: for a being to poof out their chest and then put on a big show when nothing yes,
1: happens.
0: okay, but when it's right in front of you your face to will it, well, no, that's a different story <laughs> yes, okay, yes, oh. No. You've
1: got her, she doesn't. I got to tell you, with the neighbors, what when. So I'll give. So as his name is Paul. So as Paul's walking, what it is is, most of her vision is obstructed. We have really tall arborvitis and she can see through them, though. I know she can. So she sees the movement that, but may not understand what that is. So he'll come over to our fence to say hello to her, and as he's walking up, well, she'll be barking and barking. But you're right. There is a point that she stops, and then her tail—it's her tail will wag. So at some level, she does know. Well, we should ask her because her tail wags. So I feel like she does know uh, who. You know, I mean that he's not. Um, when he's exactly. far away, she barks. When he's in his yard, she barks continually, and it drives me. You know, because I think by now she should know better. But
0: so ask her. It, at what point do you recognize him as Paul?
1: up very close and actually know it explains something when I first I don't remember when this was this a couple years ago when I the first time I got on the lawnmower to mow the grass and again what I do is I have a fencing around my deck so that allows them to go out it keeps them safe um, but they can see through it totally. Okay, it's totally see-through. So I'm on the lawnmower comp- doing the rest of the lawn, and Mercedes is barking at me. She didn't recognize me. You think? Well, ask Because you. once I got up close to the fence and said, Mercedes, what are you doing? Then she stopped barking.
0: Uh-huh. Well, go to that moment where she was barking like a nut on there. Go into her body, see out of her eyes, feel her barking, you of course are on the yeah on the on the machine and ask her who is that you're barking at and see what she says
1: I got a stranger
2: Uh-huh Yeah
0: Yep Okay She wanted the stranger and that machine to go away. Yeah. She was doing the same barking behavior. Her barking intensely means go away. Okay? So, (laughs) she doesn't always recognize your neighbor. And even when she sometimes does outside the window, she does not call them friend. She doesn't bark at friends. um, Or she will bark at people who are strangers. She will not bark at friends. So she's not recognized them as a friend. So you may wish to have a conversation with her and you can do it now if you want to practice saying it out loud and I can I can troubleshoot with you and guide you here. Or you can do it on your own time where where you want to get across to her that I acknowledge your vision isn't that great. I acknowledge all these things, you know, little things that she told us to say. I acknowledge that you don't always recognize them as strangers, or excuse me, as friends and neighbors. And I acknowledge that you're trying to protect me because there's times where I do feel scared, especially at night. I get that, and I thank you. And here's some other things I want you to know. Okay, and that's where you would go into educating her on, you know, yes, I sometimes get scared at night, and yet unless it's some sort of noise that's right up against the house, I would really rather me just listen to it in silence and, you know, calm myself down than for you to go berserk and start barking because then I can no longer hear that which I might need to hear if it's up against the house. Up against the house, I care about. Noises farther away than that? Nah, I don't care so much. Do you okay. see how you acknowledge where she's at? You thank her for her job she's been doing and now kind of give her new information.
1: Okay. Yeah, I want to do that later. I do have one other question. No, this is pretty amazing. I mean, I've been crying here. This is, this is not what I expected. Yeah. All
0: right, what's your question then?
1: She does not... Okay, Mercedes, here we go. Um, I wonder why you do not come when called. It appears to me that you that as when I call when I call you an angel, angel starts running. And then you will follow, but not all the time. So I don't know why you don't come when I call you.
0: Okay, great. So see what she says. Why don't you? Why don't you come?
1: My God, she has other things she wants to do.
0: Uh-huh. She's really not interested. I know. Okay. So that answers the why. And you're right. Yes. yes those are the things that she thinks are more important or more interesting in that moment than you call. Yes. And, well, Mom's not going to have something of interest to in me. Now, there are certain times she will come lickety-split. Ask her, well, when I call and you do come, what's interesting you in that moment?
1: Pepperoni.
0: <laughs> Good. And what else? Cookies. Yep. How about, will she come when called if somebody's, you know, coming to the door?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, my.
0: So I'll have to call her. For her, it's where yes. it's more
1: interesting
0: is where she goes or stays.
1: Because <laughs> her hearing is is good too. So she hears cars. If she hears cars or anything come up the driveway, um, she comes running to the door. Now, is this something that she and I can have a talk about? <laughs> because let me tell you, when we were in um, training, this was like a cup when they were like a year. I took them to private training. The trainer, the only way we could get her to come consistently is we would have her attached to. Angel, okay, and on a the leash there was an o ring and then she would come he would he always would come and I would call, and then she would kind of start being dragged, and then she 'd come. We could never in the six i went six weeks I never got her to look to come on command so my sister says she 's the alpha dog, and i 'm not the alpha dog with her. I would like to say that that's not the case, but I think there are times, especially safety issues and things, that I, it would be nice to know that she could come.
0: Gotcha. So that is a conversation you can certainly have out loud with her, where, you know, and, and save that for beyond you know, our class today. But yes. I say things like, there are times where I call you, and you might not think it's interesting that I'm calling you, but I'm calling you because there's a safety issue at hand. Okay, And I'm calling because I want to keep you physically safe and from harm. And then you can listen to her response to that. Okay. Now, um, back to the calm Ask her, do you understand fully, Mercedes, truthfully, what come means?
1: My God, it means to come to me when there's a treat.
0: Okay. And ask her, do you think come ever means come to me because I want you to come and there's no treat involved? Yes. Correct. This dog understands come. (laughs) She gets it. You don't have a dumb dog or a dog that misunderstands. She totally gets it. She's choosing not to come. Now, the whole thing about the alpha world, ask her this. Do you see me as alpha?
2: No. Okay,
0: cool. Now, don't react to that in a human perspective,
2: okay?
0: Okay. The next question of truth, do you see me as lesser than you? No. Good. Do you see your person as equal to you? Yes. Okay. So if in truth she or you saw her as an equal to you, May the fre maybe the frequency of calling her to come for this or that may shift. You might call her less. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not telling you that's what you need to do. I'm just saying from that perspective, can you see why if she sees you as an equal and she's not interested in what you're inviting her to in that moment,
1: sure. Can you see,
0: she's kind of like, no thanks. I'm okay over here. Yep. She's not truly defying you or trying to make you angry. Okay. Now there are some that will do that, but she's not doing that. Okay.
1: She's so, and nice I have ignoring. this is yes. <laughs> she's this <not> is <laughs> a this is an attachment to this because I'm. There are times she will come. Okay. When I call, because like because I've, what I call is. Mercedes, pepperoni, and she'll come. But she comes up to the threshold. I have a patio door they come in. Threshold. Comes right up to it and then stops, sits down, and looks up at me and does not cross over. Now, there are times she will cross over. But if I were to say the times that she will and the times that she doesn't, uh, there's more times that she doesn't, that she stops. My friends have seen it. Um, it's it's none of us can figure it out we're all like just baffled why do you,
0: cool let's find out now ask her up front why do you do that
1: My God, she wants to see the treat.
0: Okay, so yeah, I'll give give yourself credit for that. What I hear says, I want to see what you want, Mom, but okay. not committed to coming inside.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: She's trying to see if it's worthwhile
2: to come. Yes, inside.
1: I get that. I got that. Yep. Enough.
0: <laughs> okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> and it, it usually means there's got to be a good treat, <laughs> not just any old treat.
0: <laughs> cool. Now, as a human, I'll invite you to kind of look at two possible reactions. You can take the human side of, well, my dog should mind me, but if you say that, then that means you're operating from the I'm the alpha, she's the subordinate. She yeah. doesn't see it that way. Some <sighs> they' are happy as clams to totally engage in that, you know, submissive alpha behavior. Okay. Yes thing it's just not she's a bit too well she is who she is and that's not her way it's not her style (laughs) which is what it is um the other way you can view it is wow i've got a really smart being who is choosing to be in alignment with herself very authentic to what interests her what's fun for her to the point where what a nice role model she is she's willing to say no to another sometimes even me in order to continue staying in alignment with what that which pleases her and makes her happy. Do you know, Mary, if all humans were like that and we kept our own cups full first before we obliged others, how happier we'd be as a being, as a species?
1: Yeah. I find that I, I really am, in the old days, like years ago, when I had three children growing up, a husband and a job, I would not have had the tolerance... <laughs> yep. for it. Yep. But being retired it it's I've got the time to as I said to appreciate it. Now not always appreciate it, but there there are, you know, in my when I really need to go to bed and I'm tired and she's sitting at the door going, hmm, doing her thing, it's and it did those messages did get to me. I just dismissed them. As okay this is not you know there's got to be something else. This dog's afraid of coming across the threshold or whatever. But it always appeared to me like nope, I'm just going to stand sit here until I feel like it. So yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm actually okay with it. Although, yeah, we we do need a little talk on the whole coming issue because there are safety things, but yeah. And
0: you could even talk to her about, you know, when it's, when it's time for bed, I really need you to not give me a hard time. And please just know it's time for bed. We're doing our nightly routine. It's time for you to cross that threshold permanently until tomorrow morning. You, you know, and you could even never, never misuse this, but you could say, I'll use the words of, okay, guys, last time out for tonight before you open that door, and then say, it is time to come in now because we are going to bed. And you need to be a stickler, Mary, and only using that phrase when it's true. Okay. Otherwise, she'll know when you're crying wolf.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate her. And, you know, the teacher in me appreciates the intelligence that she's got.
0: Yeah, and then in those times where you really need her butt to hurry up on in, well, use the knowledge to your advantage that she's motivated by treats. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. She's having well, fun, I got her to drop a chipmunk. you're getting chipmunk. what you want. killed with pepperoni, so it wasn't easy.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, that was not good, but anyway. Okay.
0: So this is a conversation you can continue to have with her, you know, even if you were to, when we get off the phone here in a minute or so, you can continue that.
2: Okay. Okay. Do you
0: see how when you put aside your, I think I know what you're going to say, answers, that you can hear everything?
1: Oh, this is all different. It was all different from what people told me. You know, I'd have friends who are like, oh, or my sister is very hard. She's a dog lover, but she's, you know, very hard on how I raise my dogs. And it's like, oh, she's yeah. this, and oh, she's that, and oh, she means Beings this. Beings don't,
0: don't, don't know squat until they ask the other being what's so. Yep. Truth will come, but you've got to ask the being. Go straight yeah. to the horse's mouth. Don't, don't settle for somebody else speaking for them or interpreting for them, because they're going to skew it up. Yeah. Okay. She's very straightforward and very honest. She's easy to speak with. You just have to ask her. Yeah. And you know it's not bothered her one iota that you haven't gotten it or understood her all these years. No. It hasn't bothered her at all. (laughs) But now that you know, how does she feel about it? Sense her energy. Sense her emotional state now that you've heard all this.
1: I got that she's calm about it.
0: Yeah. There's a warm, fuzzy feeling in her heart, like, wow, Mom got that. That's nice. I wasn't begging Mom to get it all these years. I could care less whether she got it, but she got that, and wow, I like that. It relaxes me. It's good to be understood. That's good. (laughs) Nice. So it pleased her. You pleased this dog by finding out her truth. Good. (laughs) And now that the truth is known, there may be wiggle room for things to shift and change. If people are acting on presumptions or lies about why a being is doing X, Y, and Z, chances are change cannot always happen because you're not operating from the foundation of truth. You're operating from an illusional idea about this or that. And so you might be missing the mark completely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. How long did it take you? I know I always ask you this. To get this good, was it 10 years? I'm, I'm an old lady. I don't want it to take 10 years. I don't have 10 years. It totally won't take I, mean, years. I have 10 years, every, but I...
0: You know, I'm always learning something totally new every day. And, you know, um, a lot of these little things, they just, they come to you over the years, and you have new awarenesses. And even by working with students like yourself and slowing up the process, I'm used to kind of doing this work work at warp speed, okay, where I don't sit and let things gel all the time. I'm just spitting out, you know, because I'm, I'm relaying the information to the owner. But when I do this slow one-on-one with you, I even have new insights like, wow, that's really neat. So it, it's more of an unfolding, and it's going to be that way for you. It, like it is right now, you are experiencing an unfolding, and I know you are because you're going, wow, wow. Okay. And that yes. continue. That doesn't only happen for people who've been doing this for so long. This happens even at the beginning stages and throughout. It's not gonna stop. <laughs> okay?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So enjoy every unfolding. Yes. Because in the moment it's totally fresh and new. Okay. Okay. <laughs> awesome. You did really great. All right. Let's thank Mercedes. Great okay. to who she was. And well done. Pat yourself on the back, Mary, because you did fantastic.
1: I'm just blown away by <laughs> preconceptions. And by looking at behaviors. Mm-hmm. Because looking at her behaviors, it was, I mean, there, there is some, there was some truth in it, but it was not what I thought.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good. All right. Well, I am going to set you free. I will send you a link to your recording in 48 hours or less as usual. And we will talk, let's see, I have us down for Monday, October 5th.
1: Yes, because next Monday I have a doctor's appointment at that time. At this time.
0: So. Right, exactly. So I will talk to you in two weeks then.
1: Okay. okay? That's <laughs> All good. right,
0: you take care, Mary.
1: All right, thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.